You're listening to Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, 3:30 at KSL. Jeff Kaplan here. That wind is blowing, 60 degrees. KSL's top story. The 15th straight year, the state legislature has refused to build a road for the Navajo Nation. After this latest rejection, KSL News Radio's Eric Cabrera was at the Capitol this afternoon, and he's he's joining us now live. Jeff, Eric, Jeff, the request amount two million dollars to equally match what Navajo Nation can put up. Their proposed road, which would shave off three hours of travel down Navajo Mountain, is about more than convenience, according to Crystal Lynn Curley with the 25th Navajo Nation Council. It's about the well-being of their people. God forbid for any emergency that would have to happen on Navajo Mountain, police response is at least three hours. Curley said they were only told this morning by the Appropriations Committee that there wasn't any of this year's billion-dollar budget available. Jeff? So, Eric, are, are there other reasons why the legislature should consider funding this road in central Utah? I'm really glad you asked that, Jeff. Let me play this clip from Sha'an Dean Parish with Navajo Nation, sharing how the state could benefit from additional tourism dollars. Right in that area, there's the, the world-famous Monument Valley. That's a huge gem of the state of Utah. Glen Canyon is also around the corner from there. Reporting live, Eric Cabrera, KSL News Radio. Thanks, Eric. A bill that creates a secret council to look for out-of-state water has been approved by the state legislature. KSL News Radio's Adam Small has details. The idea is this council would be able to negotiate with other states with the goal of getting more water into Utah. However, this bill has gotten a lot of criticism since that council's dealings would be exempt from Utah's public records laws. Bill sponsor Senate President Stuart Adams says he believes this bill alone could make other states nervous and that we need to approach water negotiations very carefully, though he did clarify that the council cannot create policies, they can't use taxpayer money, and they can't own or alter any standing water rights. The bill is now on its way to the governor desk. The pilot of a small jet aircraft is safe after having to make a belly landing at Hill Air Force Base this afternoon. A release from the base says the pilot made the gear-up landing after declaring an in-flight emergency. The landing was uneventful. That's some good piloting there, but the airfield will remain closed for a short period of time while crews evaluate the runway. The U.N. Security Council has scheduled an emergency meeting over the latest developments in Gaza. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, the meeting follows claims from the Hamas-controlled health ministry that the Israeli Defense Forces fired on Palestinian civilians receiving humanitarian aid, killing more than 100. At today's Pentagon briefing, Major General Pat Ryder says the U.S. has repeatedly stressed to Israel the need to minimize civilian casualties. The situation also does underscore the critical importance of ensuring that much-needed humanitarian assistance can be delivered to the people of Gaza in a safe, secure, and sustained manner. Israel says many of the dead were trampled in a chaotic stampede for the food aid and that its troops only fired when they felt endangered by the crowd. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says there was never any lapse in command and control during his hospitalization for prostate cancer. He told the House Armed Services Committee today there was a breakdown in notifications during his January stay at Walter Reed. He admits he should have promptly informed people about his diagnosis and treatment. Again, we did not handle this right, and I did not handle it right. As you know, I've apologized, including directly to the president, and I take full responsibility. 
Austin says his doctors expect him to be completely cured of the cancer. At least one person is dead as wildfires rage through the Texas panhandle. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says his agency is concentrating its efforts on the fires. We are intensely focused on these fires and providing the resources, equipment and personnel. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has declared a disaster declaration for 60 counties. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Shalaos, KSL News Radio. Senator Mike Lee has endorsed a candidate for Utah Attorney General. He says Republican Derek Brown is uniquely qualified. Not a surprise. They practiced law together years ago. Derek Brown worked in Mike Lee's Senate office as deputy chief of staff. He's also a former chairman of the Utah Republican Party. Tooele Valley Airport is expanding. More parking, additional space for hangars, much-needed utilities, and a road to connect to the freeway are just some of the plans. If you want to see them all, there's an open house tonight at the Tooele City Police Department where you can see the master plan. Director of Planning for Salt Lake City Department of Airports, Brady Fredrickson, says the improvements have far-reaching benefits. Anything that we can do to free up airspace and take some of those general aviation uses and spread them out into Tooele, it frees up airspace capacity and flights out of international. Funding for the updates comes from the network of airports in northern Utah. Britt Johnson, KSL News Radio. She's Ricky Meese in the traffic center. Give us a first look. We're hearing scanner chatter of a possible vehicle fire northbound I-15 uh, near the I-80 junction and North Temple area. Haven't seen it yet in the cameras, but what I am seeing and I'm looking at, it's delays really setting in. Southbound I-15, Murray to Sandy. Ricky Meese in the KSL traffic center. Thanks, Ricky. My minute's on the way next. Stay right here.